Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. Welcome back, Empowered Fam. I am so excited to have Chase Mitchell here with us today. This has been a podcast (laughs) that has been trying to come out over and over and over again. We're fighting to bring it to you. Um, But Chase has literally been here pre-day one of this podcast. So of course, I had to have the creator of Upstarter Pods on. So Chase, if you just want to take the floor and tell me your story for the 10th time, but our our listeners the story for the first time, uh, share, share all the goods. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Thank you for dealing with my tech issues. Weird for, for me to be the one having the tech issues, but I'm glad we're able to, to get this going. <laughs> right. Um, well, you know, I, I wish it was a more exciting story, but I'll take you back to some of my uh, early career and educational background. I started out in college as a pre-med student. I got my degree in kinesiology. I was all focused on the healthcare industry um, as that was kind of presented to me by my parents. Um, you know, that was kind of the the passions that I was supposed to be pursuing. From there, I went into a business and sales job at a company that you're familiar with. I realized that I I quickly realized during college, you know, as an intern at different PT clinics and at different hospitals to become a PA, that that really wasn't the route that I wanted to go. I was a little more business sales strategy minded. Um, And so went from there, tried to marry the two and get a sales and more business background in still the healthcare field. So I joined a company that you're familiar with called ISSA, which is a personal training certification program. From there, I learned a lot about sales about business operations um still enjoyed it because it was the stuff that i was interested in right i i had those classes and courses from kinesiology to to learn about that industry and help a lot of people get certified and teach them a lot of different things and so working with clients and you, it's funny you see all the things that you've learned even though you weren't really trying to learn those different skills um <laughs> and right? from yeah. there, I still realized, you know, this corporate sales, corporate company style wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Um, and throughout this whole period, I was really having a couple different interests that I was pursuing on the side. I was one of the first in my circle of friends, adopters of podcasts in general. I remember being one of the only people I knew that was listening to you know, the Bill Simmons podcast, you know, different fantasy football podcasts, a bunch of, you know, back then different mindset podcasts, uh, instead of the radio, instead of YouTube videos. Um, and my friends not really understanding like that. I wasn't listening to music in my headphones, but it was like a, a radio kind of on demand thing. And so I remember pursuing that and I, I really enjoyed the podcast industry and, and it wasn't booming yet post, uh, as COVID was happening. Uh, this was pre-COVID. It wasn't booming yet. And 
but I still had interest in it. I was helping people, you know, with, with equipment and was helping them set up mics because they wanted to learn how to create their own. Um, but I wasn't really thinking about it from a business perspective yet. Um, the other random thing that kind of ties into the, my other business is I was always interested in social media and influencers and influencing was somewhat on the rise. Uh, back then. And I remember ordering a book for my girlfriend who wanted to become an influencer and content creator as a lot of girls in college do as they're, you know, trying to figure out side money and all that kind of stuff. And the book was called like how to become an influencer. I remember I read that more than she did. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Um, And I remember helping her and all of her friends out in like creating content and figuring out how to, to monetize it. And I'll fast forward a little bit until COVID and that it kind of forced my hand to create a business um, out of the hobbies that I was pursuing. And so from friends and family that turned into, you know, friends of friends and old colleagues and, you know, random other people in the neighborhood that realized that I was, you know, helping people create podcasts. And that's when the industry really boomed and, and took off. And so it was good timing. Um, but it was the stuff I've been working on it for years, kind of just for, for fun. Um, and then that led a year later into those podcast clients wanting to monetize not only their shows, but their brand already. Cause a lot of them did have relatively large followings on social media. And so turning that into kind of a boutique influencer agency, managing their deals and their partnerships and all the back end and strategy behind growing their brand. Um, and long story short, that's how I created those two businesses. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, good for you for, you know, kind of packaging it all together in a way that makes so much sense. It just kind of went hand in hand. Um, But I want to go back a little bit because until today, I did not know your whole medical background story and uh, where it all really started. And so I would love to kind of tie this into a lot of things that my clients deal with and people um, just you know, they went to school for the thing that their parents told them to, or they thought that they needed to go to college and check off the boxes. And then before they realize it, they're like, this it just doesn't feel in alignment for me. This doesn't feel like the path that I want to go. Um, and then, but dealing with staying stuck in it because they're afraid or the judgment, or what if I fail and all these limiting beliefs that are so normal for all of us. Um, what was that kind of like for you? What was that transition? And what were the kind of the things that you dealt with when you were making that choice? Yeah, it was pretty challenging, to be honest, because you go through a bit of this identity crisis and you have, for for me at least, it wasn't like there was a ton of support being like, oh yeah, go pursue this new business uh, around a podcast. Like my parents don't know what a podcast is. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Don't become a doctor. Go start a podcast company. My parents were unaware of what a podcast was. Um it's hard because not only you're fighting kind of that identity crisis of like, well, this is what I went to school for. And so that seems like a waste of time and and money to be pursuing something different, but you might not have been actually making, you know, the decision you made at 17 or 18 to pursue that degree might've not really been exactly what you thought of that career or was something that your parents said that you should have done or something that you're just no longer passionate about. Uh, And so, and that's kind of how it was for me, a mixture of those things and realizing hey, I'm passionate in something else and I can see an avenue of how I can turn that into a business. And that's challenging itself. The 
it, it's scary to be like, oh, I'm going to start a business. And that's scary for a lot of people. I think what helped me a lot was the fact that I kind of had been doing it for years. Just I wasn't getting paid to do it because I was just doing it for free to, for fun with myself and with friends. Um, and then that gave me, you know, the confidence to say, you know, I know how to do this, even though I don't have a degree in it, even though, you know, I didn't go to school in it and I don't have like as much professional experience per se in it. Um, but I know how to do this and I started relatively small and it was kind of a side hustle to start out. And then that continued to grow and grow. So I guess my advice would be like, you don't have to quit your job right away. Start pursuing what it is that you think you might be passionate about. Because even the first thing that you might try, it might not really be the last iteration of what you end up doing. So just start doing it on the side and testing and experimenting with that whole process of kind of entrepreneurship um, and realizing if it is for you or not. And if you're really enjoying it and that side hustle is taking up all of your time, then that might be telling for you that that's what you want to be spending your time doing instead. Yeah, that was actually so good. I was literally going to ask you like kind of what advice you would have for someone over that process, like keeping the faith when it's not being fruitful, right? Um, but you you really answered that on your own. And then the other thing that like we won't go down this rabbit hole today, but I still just wanted to bring it up was like, how crazy is it that we're expected to know what we're supposed to do with the rest of our life when we're like 17? Our brains aren't even done being formed I know. yet. It's like- ridiculous. <laughs> but it's also not even just like what you go into from 17 into college, into your first jobs. But a lot of people I think are dealing with that now at the age of 40, 50, where they've been stuck for decades now in that, you know, previous mindset and previous ideology of what they're supposed to do, whether you're 20 or 40, I think people are, are now there's this big shift around like really pursuing your passion and, and the opportunity of entrepreneurship has never been you know, easier and more common uh, for people to pursue. I mean, I wasn't going to go anywhere with it, but that was all so true and so valid. I just, I couldn't agree more. And I think to take your point um, even deeper is like, there's no better time to start than now. Like with the internet being what it is, with social media being what it is, with all the opportunities out there being what they are. The good thing about that is that I feel like it's, giving the people who are 40 or 50 or 60 or whoever, it doesn't even matter if you're 17, whatever, but it's giving you the ability to think like, you know what, maybe there is another way. Like maybe there is a better way. Maybe there is a way for me to take my creative passion and turn it into an actual business. I don't have to live in this box that I was told I had to live in a box. Yeah. I think it's never been a better opportunity with, if you have any specific passion and you want to build a brand around it and everyone now you are the business you are the brand so it's never been easier to just start a new instagram account start a new tiktok page and just start sharing your passion on that social media platform and building a business around it and building a brand around it and you are that brand Uh, And this is for obviously the more kind of solopreneur, if you want to become a coach and like we're going to talk about, you know, in the podcasting space, if you want to build that brand, you can use a podcast and you can use any of these other social media platforms and just start becoming that brand, right? Yeah, I think it's so important. Like I cannot 
stress this enough, and I'm so glad that you just started talking about that, is the need for a brand when you're building a business. Because it kind of goes back to what you were just saying prior to that, is not only are you not 100% going to do the same thing in the end that you started with, but you're pretty uh, like it's pretty unlikely that you're actually going to be doing the same thing that you started with in the beginning. Like how many times have I pivoted even in just knowing you in the last several years? Like we started with a fitness podcast. That is like the last thing that I talk about now, but that's okay because I built all of that around a brand. It wasn't like I just had this business and then when I changed my mind, I had to start from scratch. I had to start from ground zero. I had to start all over again. The people, when you build a brand, people are there for you. And so whatever direction you decide to go in, they're going to come along for the ride too if they're your people. Yeah. And it might not be the same audience the whole time, but you will always find your people. As you shift, where a lot of people struggle is they they struggle to shift because they don't want to lose their audience, but they're not realizing the potential of the new audience. And I have so many clients that like were where you were and never shifted because they're like, well, this is what you know these people that respond to my Instagram stories want. And I go, okay, so you're going to ignore 10x the current audience that you have that wants the thing that you actually want to be talking about and you actually want to shift towards that you could be making way more money doing, but you're going to stay where you are because your current audience and your current people are following this topic. And a lot of people struggle with that. But yeah, I applaud you for that whole process of shifting and figuring out what exactly is the right thing for me and the right thing for my people and trying to marry those two. Uh, to find like kind of that perfect balance. Yeah, I think it's such a valid point too to bring up like what you're just talking about. It's so important to almost be willing to watch your audience drop, be willing to watch your followers drop and not tie that to like my value, my worth. Like I want my audience count to drop when I'm shifting and pivoting because the people who are no longer willing to follow that version of me, they're not going to be my people. They're not going to be the ones who are buying my offering. They're not going to be the ones who are there supporting me in that whatever journey that is. So I think that's just something so good for anyone listening to know if you're in that space of like, I feel the call to pivot, but I'm so afraid to let go of what I you know, have made an identity of so far it's okay to make that shift. And like, it's all part of the process. And that's one of the great parts, not to make this all just about the benefits of podcasting, but, you know, as a podcast producer, those are the stuff that I've seen from people be able to do with their show is to have this opportunity to do the market testing for their brand with the podcast and have different types of episodes and shift your audience and shift your brand and shift your message to find out what works for you uh, and go through that process with them and continuously get feedback and then evolve over the course of one, two, three, however many years and use your podcast as that platform to just be sharing this whole transformation. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that it would almost be less attractive in a way, I've never really thought about it this in that way, but I feel like it would almost be less attractive to someone who's been listening along the way to see you only talk about the same thing over and over again. To only to have like never grown, to have never have expanded, to have never like gone out and explored something new, right? I, I think that's like a shift that we're in right now, just as people is 
having that permission to do something different, having that permission to be different, having that permission to show up online as that true authentic version of yourself. Um, so it's just kind of like that permission slip, I guess, for people. Yeah. And if you're if you're not evolving, if you're not growing, then you're getting passed up. You're dying. Like it's such a competitive space, whether it's the podcast space, the business space, social media, you need to be following the trends. You need to be changing. You need to be evolving. You need to be growing and focusing on the next thing. If you're stuck on, oh, I had this one video go viral and I only talk about that one thing over and over again, and it's three years later and you're still doing the same piece of content, the same story, the same ideas, the same topics, it's like you got to realize that there's so many new things going on every single day, new podcasts, it's easy for people to lose interest in your stuff. Um, and so you never want to lose your audience to, you know, a newer show or the next thing. Yeah. Um, to make a little bit of a pivot here, just because literally when I say you've been here from day one, you've been here from before day one, like literally I reached out and was like, Hey, I think I want to start a podcast. And you're like, yeah, cool. What about? And then we literally just like talked about it and then decided to launch the podcast. Um, I really wanted to talk a lot about podcasting today, honestly, because it has been such a platform for me and a catalyst for my brand. Um, but I have been getting like so many people talking about how do I start podcasting? How do I start this process? And so, yes, I want to highlight you for sure. And we'll talk about that. But I guess for me, it's so hard for me to answer that question other than saying like, go reach out to Chase, like go, you know, go like go talk to him because I've had you along for the ride literally every step of the way. So like when people are like, how do I start a podcast? I'm like, I don't know. Reach out to Upstart Pods. Like I don't, I don't have another answer for you. Um, but for anyone listening who is curious about starting a podcast, what advice do you have for them? Like, where do you start? What is it like? What What do they do? You obviously could get in touch with me <laughs> if you want to. Um, there's so many resources these days. Whether it is myself, whether it is you know YouTube tutorials, whatever. There's so many ways that you can get started. It's not the hardest thing to do to to sign up for a host account site and just start creating content. You know, people can do it from their phone. You can obviously have a little bit more of a professional version of the show. You can have editors, you can have producers, you can have a strategist like me to to, to really help you, but the barrier to start is so low if you just want to start. You could do it tonight and you could be having episodes go up tomorrow. It, it's really, it is that simple. Uh, and if you are really that interested, just, you know, you could look me up or you can just Google like what is a hosting account site for a podcast and you can go to Buzzsprout, you can go to Transistor. And once you start that host account site, if you want to figure out the the ropes of actually building a better show, then yeah, you can definitely get in touch with me and we can go over all the different strategies on how to build better content, a marketing strategy, your monetization strategy. There's so many different ways that you can use the show, whether it's at you're at a stage where you are trying to build a brand and it's very, very new in stage one, or you've already built a brand and now you're looking to use a podcast to capitalize on it. Right? So, so those are very two different uh points to start out with, but 
there's kind of an infinite amount of opportunity with a podcast for you. Um, and I'd be happy to help anyone along with that entire journey. It's the my favorite thing that I do is meeting with people uh, and seeing what their podcast idea is fi- and figuring out you know, what we can really do. And so I have, we can attach it in the show notes, but I have a free uh, discovery call. I have those all day long with people. It's my favorite thing to just chat with you about what your, you know, dream podcast looks like and your dream brand. And then we kind of reverse engineer it and figure out how we can utilize the podcasting space along with all the different automation funnel systems and social media strategies and all that kind of stuff to really maximize everything. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all that because I feel like it's so difficult. I am a a rare breed. I feel like I will applaud myself in that where like literally day one, I was like, take all my money. I'm jumping in. Let's just run as fast as we can. Um, And I forget and I'm like that in all avenues of my life. And I sometimes forget that like that's not the average person. And so even tying back to what I said where I was like, yeah, just reach out to Chase. Like some people don't have that capacity at the moment. And so I really wanted to just have that moment to share for the people who really do have a value add, who really are ready to jump in, but just don't know where to start. Um, I wanted them to have that outlet. But to pivot back to you, because you are the star of the show today, um, I want to, I, we both have a shared person of interest in our life. Danielle McCleary. I love, love, love her. She's actually one of my mentors. Um, But you guys started a business together and it is curated around podcasting. So I would love for you to share what you created, share how, and again, this can go in the show notes, but how people can jump into uh, your guys' world in that, that way as well. Yeah. Well, Danielle is the absolute best. I love her. Um, I've been working with her for years now. Um, Similar to you, we started uh, working together through the podcast and her podcast took many and many twists and turns um, and was a total experimentation of her business, you know, growing from a side hustle to a real brand. Um, And together we decided to create kind of a, a new space, a new podcast opportunity for hosts and shows to um, have a community together of podcasters. And one of the things that we built is a kind of self-guided, self-paced launch course. Um, so the two of the things that really I do at Upstarter is we help people from a strategy perspective. And that's really where I come in for you know launching their show and building their business around it and building their brand and figuring out all the details they need to actually launch their show and have it you know, continuously going forward. And then my company has, uh, or we do all the back end editing, production, video work, audio work, uh, mixing and mastering, episode management, all that kind of good stuff to have your show just be up and running, right? And do all the things. What Danielle and I created is a self-paced course for new podcasters to basically summarize all of the stuff that I would share and that Danielle would share for anyone that's interested all of the information that I could provide on podcasts on every platform just put into one place um, in these large video module segments to share her experience, my experiences from the producer side and, and business strategist side, her experience from more of the actual podcaster and what her twists and turns looked like and save them the time and the mistakes that she went through um, to really start from a really strong 
point to get your podcast up and running. So if you're at the idea stage, that's exactly what that course is meant for to help you go from the idea to actually launching the show and walking you through the host account sites and the equipment and the strategy and the pre-launch plan and the post-launch social media plan and all of that good stuff. So we're looking to create more and more courses for podcasters and aspiring podcasters that can help them, whether it's on the monetization side, different marketing strategies, and more, uh, more specifics on all of that. But this is our first course together that we launched. And then we're going to be building out a community to kind of carry on from that for, because I think what's scary for a lot of people is like, you start a podcast and you have no one else to talk to about all these different things, unless you, you know, work with someone like me, then you have, you know, a team to be chatting with. And if you're doing it on your own, it becomes really, you know, stressful or, and you kind of feel alone, like, well, who else do I know that has a podcast? And are you guys going through the same thing where the show, you know, stopped growing and now it's at the same spot and then I'm running out of content or how do I get this guest and all that kind of stuff. So we're looking to build this really good community and you can share opportunities for guests with each other. And hopefully they're kind of in the same industries and even affiliate referral opportunities and, and just that community space for that newer podcaster to, to join and have that support group. I love that. That's that's really awesome. I think um, just having that platform where people are going to be able to put themselves out there and be open to finding guests is going to be huge for that in itself. And I just want to take a moment to attest to like someone who's listening and you just heard that and you're like, you know what? I think I want to start um, whatever avenue they decide to go with you, right? I can fully say <laughs> that. And I knew from the second I was like, I'm going to create a podcast or I desire to create a podcast. I couldn't have done it on my own. Everyone's different. Are there people out there who could? Yeah, absolutely. But I knew I didn't have time, nor did I want to do the editing. I didn't have time, nor did I want to figure out how to piece it all together myself because I've done that with everything I've ever done. And I knew at the podcast, it was like, I'm not a tech person. I don't have time for that. All I want to do is show up with the content and just pass it all off. So it's like really amazing that you have at this point now created all like all of the you have all the different packages. You have the whether it's with you and the company and you can be at these different levels or like now with the the course program. Like truly, if someone is listening to this and they know that they're being called to a podcast, just reach out. Like literally take advantage of the free call that Chase is offering because when I tell you that I wouldn't be here without any of it, I literally mean that. Yeah, we're in year three now, so something's got to be going right. <laughs> um, but it's like the first two years straight, I believe it was about the first two years, I had it 100% hands off. Like I had literally had you do every single thing from A to Z until I was finally at a place where I was like, okay, I think I can handle this portion myself. Um, but to have had that ability to have you just take everything was like the game changer for this place for me to show up in this way. Yeah. And it's been awesome to see, you know, you along with some of the other shows and really over the years blossomed with their businesses. And, you know, enough about me, I'm curious to hear about you, what your perspective is on how that shift was for you over the years, not with us, you know, and, and being able to do certain things on your own over time, but with your business and with the twists and turns that your business has taken and what you were able to do with the podcast to be able to grow and expand your brand. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of similar with you. And I think all entrepreneur, like people who really just have that entrepreneurial drive are the same and where it's like, I know that the path that I'm on is not 
fulfilling me. Um, and so it's scary as shit, but I am going to just trust and jump and figure it out along the way. And that's kind of what I've done with my entire business and my entire life. I just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to follow my gut hunch and just run with it. Um, and so it's really been that way with the whole pivoting because, again, I started in the fitness realm with really entrepreneurship, fitness and wellness. And now I've gone, I mean, they're related, but I've gone totally the other side and dove deep into the energetics of all of it. Um, and so I've just, you know, again, it really kind of like all of what we talked about and we didn't even lay out what we were going to talk about, but just knowing that I had to show up because I felt called to and just knowing that, yes, my viewers, my followers, my offers were going to change, but my people were going to come um, is kind of that like build it and they will come. That's my philosophy. That's really what it has been for me. Um, and really, it's like this last year, even the last six months, I would say the last six months where everything's just totally changed, where it's just, it's self-fueling now. Like I showed up enough where the people are coming to me. And that is like that magical moment of like, wow, it really paid off. Like I was right. I knew I needed to do it. And I showed up for myself when no one else was. And now here we are. Um, with what I would like to call a brand. Like I would like to say that I really did build a brand and now it's the fruits of the labor are coming through. And that's a really, really beautiful point. Yeah. And I know that you are more the type to, you know, jump right in, which I applaud you for that. But still, was it scary to be like, oh, great, I'm going to invest this much amount of money into a podcast and this much amount of money into my business? Um, and continue to shift that business until, like you're saying, fruits of your labor are coming, which is awesome. Uh, yes and no. For me personally, was it scary? No. For my husband, yes. <laughs> um, like, Good answer. Yeah, like literally he was like, you are out of your mind if you think that that's happening. And I'm like, no, but it is. I'm just telling you. Like, It was very much a, this is what I'm doing. Just trust me. And thankfully, I'm in the relationship where he does trust me. But again, in that process of when there's nothing showing up, it's like, what the F are you doing? But I just I'm like the racehorse with the blinders on. Like I fully know that it's it's not gonna be the right, like maybe it's not gonna show up right now, but I'm long term. Like I can zoom out. I have this really amazing ability to zoom out and be like, but I see the big picture. And so I don't care what it takes to get there. I'm gonna bust down everything along the way to make it happen. And it that just is what it is. Nothing I will pivot as many times as I need to. Love I'm it. making that vision and come as to fruition. You were building the brand with the podcast. What do you think you were able to really use the podcast for to help with that brand? As you were doing twists and turns, was it to get the feedback? Was it to try to shift your audience? Is it to you know, grow your brand and create more marketing material? Is it to display your offers and really build the credibility in the industry? Uh, I was going to say the first thing that... T- it was two things, but the first thing that came to mind was credibility. Like the podcast, when you are able to say that... I have a podcast and like there's a track record behind it. Like every Monday I put out a podcast episode and I have been for years. And granted, I'm not saying that to like scare anyone off to not start because you just have to start somewhere. Um, But when you continue to show up for yourself, that person knows you're going to show up for them too. Like whoever you're talking to is like, okay, I know this person isn't 
just trying a new thing and they're not going to stick around. Like I have proven myself that I am going to commit to this process, which to them is saying I'm going to commit to you. Um, So really credibility. And then also like I have uh, for years have been on that personal development journey. And for me, a big part of the podcast was for myself to like uh, to grow and have the courage to speak my truth, to show up as my authentic self, because that's fucking terrifying if we're going to be quite honest. Right. Um, but it was just like, I made the commitment to show up and I am going to do it. And I'm going to show everyone, everything ugly, messy, beautiful, all of it. But that's what, that's what people are looking for. Like that is what sells people on you for being honest. That's what, when I show up, in all the ways, it shows another person that, you know what, I can do. If she can do it, I can too. Yeah. And on top of the credibility, when you're shifting industries and you're shifting topics and you're shifting your services, the ability to have the opportunity to connect with your audience and have this time to talk for 30 minutes on a given topic every single week, the credibility of other guests and other shows that are seeing you in this space and your audience to really understand that you are an expert in this and your journey through it versus on whether it's on social media, you can still build credibility there. But you know, these 30 second reels or these images don't do as much to really connect with an audience member or customer potentially um, with exactly like what your messaging is, what your methodology is, what your expertise and stories are and, and history is with those given, uh, you know, topics and, and services. Um, and so it's really, it's almost like sales calls in a way that you don't have to do because you can give one sales call to a thousand or plus people on a podcast episode and not have to go through this whole process every time someone might be interested in your stuff and have to say all the same same things that you said in your episodes. Like if people are listening, they know whether or not, you know, they trust you and, and are interested in your services. Yeah, absolutely. And like the last thing that I'll really say about that too is like when people are watching, because they are watching, and if they're interested in you, like, yeah, sure, there's your social media page, but like that's so curated. Like that's so, and it's great, but it's like, you know exactly what you're putting forward to that person to look a specific way. Like you're giving them the shiny package, right? I feel like with a podcast, it's more like raw. And in the sense of like, I have, if someone is interested in me, I could just give them a vault of everything that's in my head. And they're going to listen to a few episodes and they're like, oh, that's the person that I want. Like, like that is, you know, like you just... Yeah, you can just literally pass over. If you want to know who I am, this is it. This is me in a nutshell. And it's just, it's been a total game changer for building a brand and selling my offers hands off, like letting my content do the sales for me. Yeah. And I think this is so important for people who are interested in businesses where you are the brand. It's different from a product. If you're trying to sell, you know, a new protein bar, then having a podcast, you know, isn't going to be as beneficial for you. If you want to be a life coach, if you want to have a business where you are helping other people, you really need to connect with the audience or else, you know, you have to have a really, really good social media page where people are really connected to you there, which a podcast can also be that social media (laughs) content for you, which is great. 
Um, but the podcast allows for you to share the credibility of what you can be coaching on, the methodologies that you use, and people want to be connected to you if, if they're using those services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think the last thing I'll say um, with that is like, it's been really nice as I start to scale as well, because it kind of like I can use the content from the podcast to repurpose in my email newsletters, to repurpose in my Instagram posts. So I'm able to take that content and repurpose it because people are listening to you from different places. So it's almost like, how can I reach more people in different places? Because the person who's in my newsletter might not be in my podcast or the person who follows me on Facebook might not listen, whatever. So instead of having to show up in five different places, sharing something different, I'm able to take what I shared in this podcast and take blips from that and then share that message. And it's just like it makes life easier once you get to a place of like that growth and that scaling. Totally. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest benefits is the ability to repurpose it in a variety of different ways where you can really do this one piece of content and spread it out to be on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, emails, you know, VSLs, your, your video sales letters on your websites and all that kind of stuff. It can really be done from a podcast. And a lot of people, they talk to me and I ask them what their goals are with the show. And it's always like, well, I want more followers and I want more money for these services. So I want to attract more clients and I want to build, you know, more awareness and all that kind of stuff. So it's basically, you want your podcast to be your marketing and your sales funnel, which it can be, um, for your business or your new brand. Um, and if you can use it correctly, it's really, I think one of the best tools for business, obviously it can be used outside of business as well. There's entertainment shows. There's all those different reasons that you might want to have a podcast, but if you want to build a brand and scale it, then a podcast is a huge tool for you to start using. Absolutely. And wherever it lands, like all those different places you just mentioned, it's going to be just as potent as when it was in the podcast episode. So that's super, super powerful and helpful. Um, Well, Chase, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? This is your your last chance to share (laughs) what you want to say. Well, thank you for having me on. If anyone is interested in, you know, talking about their podcast, like I said, you can sign up for the free discovery call. There's no pressure, no sales or anything attached to it. Um, I'm happy to chat with anyone and everyone about their podcast, whether you already have one or you want to start a new one or you're from very, very stage one of it. Um, Feel free to sign up for that call and let's chat. And uh, yeah, I'm happy and excited to see where we can take all of those ideas. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me. I just, I've been getting so many questions about podcasts that I was like, let's just make a podcast episode about this because I actually don't have the capacity to answer these questions. And I know no one better than to have had on to do so. So thank you for being here. And thank you for taking care of my baby show for the last several years and growing it to where it's at now. Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. Thank you, Deanna. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Love you so much. Have the best day, the best week, and I will see you next time on the Empowered with Deanna Merlino podcast. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.